Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are so glad to be with you here on the show, we're glad you're tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. You had a mischievous little grin working over there. What's happening? I'm in a group text with some of the guys I graduated high school with. and I think everybody started, on earth is, but go It ahead. just started yesterday, though, mm-hmm. like this this particular one. Is there an appropriate been, amount of ball breaking going on? Oh, it has been fantastic for yeah. the last two days. It is really getting me through the quarantine, I promise. I, I like that. It's good to hear. Well, hope you guys are getting through this with us. We want to thank you for tuning in, especially our servicemen and women who are taking care of us, and of course, all the people working in the medical fields these days. We know you guys need as much love as we can give you, and we're we're, we're trying our best to do so. Uh, Want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Of course, you can check them out. Two locations to serve you here in Starkville. They've got Highway 12 or on University Drive. They have a drive-through. They have a walk-up window. No need to stop your social distancing to get the caffeine that you probably at this point need to get through the day. How are you doing that? Are you just taking bundling up the kids and going to get coffee? Or are you just? I have uh, I, today, which is Tuesday, actually did not make the trek over. Yeah. Um but most days, yes, uh, we we have gone for a ride, um, and the, on the way home, usually swing in the drive-through and mm-hmm. just get my fix. There you go. Yeah, that's so. that's good. That's good stuff. I want you to encourage you guys to check them out at SBC Coffee SBC SB Coffee House. I always want to do the, the C in there for some reason. SBCoffeeHouse.myshopify.com, and you want to buy some uh, if you want to get coffee to br- delivered to your house, so you can brew it there. They'll do that. They'll shop online. Mugs, hot chocolate mixes, all that good stuff. And it's not really the time for hot chocolate, but maybe it is. Maybe a little comfort food is what we all need. A little chicken noodle soup and some hot chocolate. Doesn't matter that it's hot outside. At this time in all of our lives, do what makes you happy. You, you know what? That's that's good <laughs> advice. Yeah. Such is your interest. Don't conflict with mine. And uh, yeah, and, and, and such as it's not you know moral or illegal. Have at it. You know what? I think immoral. You maybe could get away with it at this point, but we'll see. <laughs> What's moral and what isn't is probably a little iffy to who, some. Who are but, we to judge? Um. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Definitely don't do anything illegal. Don't do anything illegal, especially with the coffee uh, at Strange Brew Coffee House. Also want to remind you guys to shop online at collegecornerstore.com to keep yourself looking good, looking like that bulldog that we know that you are. The best maroon and white merchandise is available there at collegecornerstore.com. Shop online. Uh, brand new website, revised, revamped, and rehabilitated. Ready to roll. Looking good, looking sharp. The incredible selection. Hats, shirts. Everything you need to make your house look like a sanctuary for the maroon and white, it's available to you at College Corner. It's Rumblings Day. <clears throat> Rumblings Day! That's one way to introduce it. Yeah. Of all the ways to introduce the rumblings. That was one. That was one. There you go. Imagine that that happened on Rumblings Day. 
We've got the rumblings. We've got your questions. We're going to give you the answers, and uh, we're ready to start. And who else do we start with? With Justin Strawn, who, despite the fact that he is not in school, is still waking up at 421 in the a.m. That is wretched. That's just not right. Sun's sleep not up in. dark. Sleep. Get some sleep. Here's what I want you to do tonight, Justin. When you wake up at 4 o'clock, take two Benadryl and go back to bed and just see what happens. If you have to cut lights on to get your breakfast and our coffee and our Coke Gross. or whatever. And you don't have anywhere to go. It's one thing if you got to get up. You know, if he's yeah. got, When he's getting up for work, I can live with it, okay? You got no, You got nowhere to be. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> Our, our pets' heads are falling off. Exactly. So, <laughs> if the, you're going with that. first question here from Justin, though, if the substitute teacher on Key and Peel's sketch was to pronounce Dak's name, would he pronounce it Dakota Prescott? Sure. Have you not seen that skit? No. Okay. Well, that, that that's probably an accurate assessment. Then Justin, you, you did good. Joel will put that on your watch list of stuff you need to watch when you. <laughs> you need to just keep a notebook over there. I, I really do. It was Bob had the same thing. Bob was, for all his pop culture wisdom, there was a lot of stuff Bob had never seen. But you, yeah, I didn't just, just every time I, I do this, just write this down. We all have had things in our lives that are thrown off right now. What's been the hardest adjustment for either of us? What's it for you? I'm a writer that now has to find time to write with two kids under the age of three and a half. That's tough. That's pretty difficult. It if is. If you haven't tried it, um, it's not exactly the ideal conditions for creative juices to flow. No, unless you want to uh, write about kids. Well, even then, yeah, you don't have time. Yeah, I, while I'm typing about the kids, one's over there with the toy screwdriver trying to screw into the other one's ear and stuff like that, like that kind of stuff. You know, got the hammer bopping each other. Young Abdul the butcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ah, uh, I mean. Cal T has these sunglasses that he'll wear around mm-hmm. the house sometimes, and he's like the rock, I guess. He just wears sunglasses indoors. Sure. Um, well, uh, he's more of the Nate. The Nate. Yeah, he, he's the Nate. True. So, but but anyway. Yeah. He he had the glasses. Try to put them on a little brother today. Oh no. Except instead right of in putting eye. it over his ear, was purposefully trying to poke his eyes with the two ends as he was. <laughs> so yeah, try to write with that. Part of me on. wants to come over and help once you know once we feel like a little bit more safe about this you know like in that period between we're all the way back to normal and you shouldn't go anywhere there's yeah. going to be a a period where like okay it's starting to die down if you don't have it you're probably okay i want to come over and help but maybe i don't well on, on tuesday we officially reached the uh i don't care just don't kill each other portion of the quarantine yeah and uh we were outside big mud hole in our uh th- and and they were like and cal t was like can we get in sure sure so they did yeah. And uh, so that's what a got, hose got in, is for, Joel. And I stripped them down, and they were nude as could be, and I sprayed them down outside the house. <laughs> I bet they loved it. Oh, it was. In fact, Cal T loved it so much that this afternoon, uh-huh. he didn't. He just went outside and got his hands a little bit dirty. He didn't even get his clothes dirty. And then He's said, like, "I need to go back Daddy, to hose. You've got to hose me down. And so I stripped <laughs> him down and I hosed him off again. So. I love it. For me, I, we were talking about this before the show, actually. It, I, I got used to having, you know, from dropping my, my oldest off at school, my wife took the youngest. And so there was never anybody at home. And I usually didn't have anything to do till around, you know, noonish. So from maybe like 8.30 to noonish, it was just my quiet time. I would sit there, I'd look on the internet, you know, I'd, I'd put all the, I'd put my show links out and anything I was going to do work-related, maybe come up with a couple ideas for the podcast, whatever. Usually I'll go walking at that time. 
I haven't walked in a few weeks because I, I rolled my, I, I fell. I think we all told that story. And then I rolled my ankle. And so my leg is just like, why don't you just take it take a couple days off there, champ? Um, but I don't have that anymore. So I've been staying up late now to get that. I've, I've been going to bed at like one o'clock. Normally I go to bed at like 1130. Yeah. So I'm staying up a little later. I read recently where the new Wonder Woman movie might go straight to digital release. Good strategy, or should Warner Brothers uh, postpone the release in the hopes that all this really works out relatively soon? I did say they have postponed the release now, so that's been done. They're, that Wonder Woman movie's coming out in uh, August now, I believe, uh, which is a movie I was going to go see when it comes out. Was there any humongous movie set for May, June, April? I, that, might have been, April? that might have been one of the biggest ones. Well, I, I was just sitting here thinking. Fast and the Furious got pushed back, didn't it? Couldn't you make a killing if, if these folks would just put it on pay-per-view for... Well, he's just put it on digital. 20 bucks. Well, yeah, yeah that, I guess that's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, just put it out there. So, yeah, you, you could, yes, for sure. Opening day of baseball was supposed to be Thursday. Will Joel shed a tear or two when the first pitch for the Braves was supposed to take place? What time was that first game? Uh, it was actually this year going to be a night game in Arizona. Uh-huh. So, you know, most times it seems like opening day they play during the day. But, yeah. Um, they had a night game at Arizona. But, yes, in answer to your question, don't think that I haven't, in the days leading up to Thursday, been sitting here thinking, you know, the Braves should be opening the season today. Yeah. Or in thir- but here, here's the good news, kind of. Um, well, it is good news. It's my wife's birthday Thursday, so mm-hmm. I have something to kind of d- redirect my efforts. To. My wife's birthday was. She's probably thankful that I don't, you know, I can actually pay attention to, to her. Well, there you go. My wife's birthday was today, as we're recording. So I went home and cooked. I got to go home and clean when I get done with this. I told the kids they had that I made them clean one thing, but it was the biggest thing to clean. So they had to clean the griddle that oh. I cooked on. So we'll see how that goes. Sun's coming up, cakes on the griddle. Life ain't was, nothing but a funny, funny riddle. I'm not really a country boy, to be totally honest. You are. <laughs> Butch Bailey says, can you guys recommend some board games, card games, etc. for families to play during the social isolation? Don't play Monopoly. That always ends poorly. Phase 10. My wife's a big Phase 10 fan. I love Phase 10. Yeah. Don't play Uno. Uno can get cutthroat, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to probably tell you what not to play. Don't play that. Don't play Uno. Don't play... uh, uh, Don't play Trivial Pursuit if you're playing with my family, because we play for blood. You have to give the answer as it is on the card. So if I say who's the 40th president and you say Reagan, no, that's not good enough. Ronald Reagan is the answer. And if and I I have I have seen anger from people who don't like to, they don't like to play with me. Um, also, don't play Risk, the game of world domination. If you do play Risk, put all your troops in Australia to start, and then you know load up in Siam. That way you get the extra continent bonus right off the bat. Like Risk. Uh, Play, what should what should they play? Chinese checkers is a fun game. I always enjoyed playing Chinese checkers. You can't say Chinese virus, but you can say Chinese checkers for whatever reason. When I got, I remember getting when I got the chicken pox, my mom and I played Chinese checkers for like a week because I couldn't go to school. Yeah. No one gets the chicken pox anymore. No, it's it's it really is a thing of the. I remember back when you got the chicken pox and they were like, if so, if one kid got it, your parents would like arrange a sleepover so all you could get it Just and ahead, get it over it with, knock it out all at once. Um, yeah. Maybe, well, I guess the coronavirus can kill you. I was yeah, say, don't, get, don't do that with the coronavirus. Let's not have coronavirus sleepovers. Let's not have a corona sleepover. No. The only corona sleepover I want is a corona beer. So, uh, Another one from Butch. I don't drink beer, but it mm-hmm. uh, doesn't have a great reputation for being a good beer, does it? Corona? It's yeah. not great. Yeah. Yeah, you got to put the lime in there. It's it's not, I mean, 
if if we were at a, a a place that had a lot of beer choices, Corona wouldn't be my first choice. But if I come to your house, you're like, hey, I got some Coronas in the fridge. Man, I'll drink those all day long. You know, I am I am not a beer snob, and I am not a person that ever complains about a free beer. Somebody's like, hey, beers in the fridge, I'll drink your beer. I feel like that's the only way a true American should be. Another one from Butch. Watching the state takeover on SEC Network, I got to think about all the old games that were never recorded or that were lost. If you could watch a professional quality broadcast of any state athletic event from history, what would it be? Hmm. Imagine watching like the the 80 Alabama game in HD. Yeah. Or something like that. That may be the answer. Yeah. For me. But I want Jack Crystal commentary. Because that's Jack at his absolute peak of his powers. 1980, killing it. I'm just thinking back before that. I think I, th- I think you you nailed it. Yeah. You give me HD that. Yeah. I'm how, glued in. How great would that be? They actually did broadcast that 1980. They did, game, but it's it's but it's it's yeah, it's not what you think it is. It's not. Great. They, didn't, they didn't broadcast it on right. Tuesday, but they they right. have showed it before. Right. What do you think about Showing the lineup? It. By the way, it was a little little lacking. Wasn't I don't it? understand why you limit it to things that's happened in the last year or two. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't I'd rather. Get it I would much rather watch historical stuff, and I can't help but think that there's a ton of historical stuff that we just hadn't seen. I keep saying this that the if the SEC network had a WWE network style setup a website where I could just go pick whatever I want and watch it, they could just... I mean, they're already printing money, but they could double it. Like, whatever they're making now, they could make everybody in the South. Load every past game you have. Yeah. For every... Yeah. And don't tell me that that's, a, that's more programming than what the WWE Network has. Because mm-hmm. they're putting up every Nitro and every Raw and all every those Every pay-per-view old, back through the... Through the 80s. Yeah. And not, and all, not to mention every uh, old, like, Mid-South and all that stuff, plus all their original programming. You could do it. So, uh, where are we here? Wade Jones, if you gave MSU fans one sport to win a national championship, it could be multiple in that sport, which sport would they choose? Which sport would we choose? They, they would, would choose, choose football. But it would be closer than you think with baseball. It would be like 60-40. When in reality, like if you went to Alabama or anywhere else, basically anywhere else in the country, it would be like 90-10, I think, at best. And... But, yeah, I mean, Kentucky would probably be Kentucky would probably be 90-10 for football just because they've won so many in ba- basketball. So, but which sport would you choose? You would choose baseball, would you not? <sighs> Trying to put the – go back into complete 100% no journalist fan mode here for a second. It's a great day to be a Bulldog. Yeah. Uh, the, thing, the thing about it is I recognize – that even if Mississippi State reeled off two or three national championships in a row in baseball, football is such the behemoth that all it takes really is one or two, and then you're recognized as a national power yeah. in the greatest sport. I just, I guess, I recognize how beneficial for the entirety of everyone if the national championships come in football. So I actually probably would choose football, okay. even though baseball is my favorite sport. Right. Chris Allen wants us to rank these Hulk Hogan movies. Mr. Nanny, Thunder in Paradise, Suburban Commando, No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred is the number it's one. It's number one. It's not even close. The Ripple. Uh, I'm going Mr. I'm Nanny, hearing too. that song. In my oh, it's so terrible. That was such a really bad movie. All of these movies are terrible, yeah. I might add. 
Mr. Nanny is number two. I think so. Is Suburban, yeah. Command, Suburban Commando on there? Yeah, yeah, but that's going to be fourth, right? I think so. And then Thunder in Paradise third. Where's, uh, what is it? Wasn't he in like the Three Ninjas movie? Yeah, Three Ninjas, like High Noon on Mega Mountain. Yeah, or something. something like that. I yeah. can't believe they didn't make the cut here. Because I think that was, he was filming, I think, the Three Ninjas movie whenever Bischoff and WCW swooped in. And, yeah, and, I believe you're correct. Yeah, Bischoff talks about that on the uh, Jericho podcast, I believe. Um, yeah. Also, you know, Rocky Three doesn't make the list for some reason. It's not really a Hulk Hogan movie, but that's his best effort. Thunderlips, <laughs> the ultimate male. Uh, rank these mo- The Rock movies. Gridiron Gang, Walking Tall, The Rundown. Never seen The Rundown. I haven't Which involves Mississippi State, by the way, in some way. Like, one of the characters played football at Mississippi State. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I guess we should watch it. But I think Walking Tall is better than Gridiron Gang. I think I think we, you and I are in perfect agreement on, right, on those rankings. All right. On Chopped, this question is from Sheldon Nations. Do you ever watch Chopped? No. You know what it is? Is it a Food Network show? Yes. Yes. So what it is is they have four chefs. They start with four chefs. They open a basket. They don't know what's in the basket. They have to cook a dish with what's ever in the basket. And usually there's like three or four ingredients, and they have to they all have to be in there. So on Chopped, if one of the basket secret ingredients is Neapolitan ice cream, is scooping out only one flavor a legal move? Should the judges deduct? I think if you just, you have to just use part of it, part of the ingredient. I think that's totally legal. I mean, I'm just now learning about Chopped, but yeah. to me... feels like it's, it's sort of a, a spirit of the law, letter of the law. Kind unless of there is a written rule stating yeah. that you must use... All flavors of any given item right. that are, and I highly doubt that would be the case. Right. Then I, th- I would think you could use totally whichever portion of it that you would want. Yeah, I agree. Jimmy Spires has a question for you, Joel. He wants to know Have you downloaded the NCA roster that's available on the show 20? I have, actually. Play I, a little college I, baseball? Do they have aluminum bats? No. Okay. No. Um, that would be awesome if you had the ping. The, uh, I want to give credit where credit is due here, by the way. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go. Give me two clicks, and I think I can. can give me do two so. clicks. Give me two clicks. Hey, that and I'll have the Clayton answer. Denson. Yeah, Clayton Denson made these Mississippi State rosters, and also I think he has basically provided the formula how to do all the uniforms mm-hmm. um, for Mississippi State things. I mean, you're obviously playing in big league parks, and yeah, um, but still and stuff, and you got wood bats and that mm-hmm. that deal, but. It is. Is it satisfying? Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Did you play MVP, MVP baseball? Oh yeah, yeah, that game was incredible. Yeah. Um. But but anyway, yes, I've downloaded the rosters. What I have not done is actually go take the time yet to sit down and make all the uniforms and yet. So right now, all the Mississippi State Bulldogs are Seattle Mariners on 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 my game right now. I've still got to to go and and, and make the unis. But I'm I'm struggling a little bit because I love playing with the Braves so much that yeah. basically every time I turn it on, I don't have just a ton of spare time anyway. So I usually turn it on and play a game and go straight into my Braves franchise. So maybe one day I'll have a little extra spare time, and whenever the world gets back to its normal self st- stuff, yeah, yeah, all right, and yeah, we can do all the other, all right. Uh, a Swenson wants to know who has the best mic skills in wrestling right now. Oh, the best mic skills. 
best in wrestling right now? It's nobody in WWE. I don't think. Kevin Owens could make a case, I think. He's good. Adam Cole could make that case. You know, Cody has cut a really good promo or two since AEW's kicked the off. The one last week in the empty arena, it was fantastic. Uh, the one where he talks about Jericho buying his book in the Amazon <laughs> or the Walmart ba- ba- bargain bin for $3. That's fantastic. And the one he cut on MJF was really good, too. Yeah, and he, he cut a good one leading into the the world title match against Jericho back yeah. in the first couple of months of yeah, AEW. Yeah, so... Um, Jericho's still Jericho's really good. Jericho's probably the answer to this, yeah. So MJF's not bad. He's really good. They've got they got good talkers over there, and it's because they let him talk. We the and guy who, the guy who just got back, Jake Roberts, deserves to be on that list. Special special shout out to Orange Cassidy for having the the opposite of great mic skills, but they, it works. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> What's your favorite promo ever? <laughs> My favorite line of any promo ever. Mm-hmm. Might be your boy that you don't know because he blocked you, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when he told The Rock, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher it now that I'm on the spot here." But it, it was basically, "I'm gonna uh, check right into the SmackDown yeah. Hotel, go into room 316, and burn that to the ground." That son of a bitch to the ground. <laughs> That's a good one. He had another one with Owen where they set up that kiss my, the kiss my ass match. He's like, I'll kiss his ass if I can't kick it, and that's the way it's going to be. A lot of words getting used here. Those are, yeah, those are good. The, the, the answer for me is probably one of two. It's either the Hard Times promo by Dusty Rhodes or the one that uh, where Ric Flair talks about Buddy Landell. I know you've seen that. Where he's like, last year I spent more money on spilt liquor. From one end of this world to the next, then you made. <laughs> There's no coming back from that one if you're Buddy Landau. Uh, let's see here. Brad Haynes, do you guys dabble in the stock market? If so, give me your best stock to invest in. Do, do, are, you, are you a day trader over there? Uh, you're, you're barking up the wrong yeah, tree buddy, here, Brad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. D1 eligibility should be decided Monday, March 30th. That's that's true. Uh, Chris Lamone has told us that on uh, Super Talk Mississippi on the other day, and he said that uh, they're meeting and they, they hope to have that answer. Do you, If they grant an extra year, do you think we'll lose anyone? I think so. If, uh, there's, there's another key to that, though. Are they going to have the draft? If they don't have the draft, then obviously everybody's going to be okay. If they have the draft, I think you could see – I think you could see Tanner Allen come back, and I, I wouldn't be totally shocked if Roddy Jordan came back. Foscue and Westberg are going to be tough to, to pull. And then Ginn, I just don't know what's going to happen with him. I, I think he, I've, I am of the opinion that Ginn needs to come back regardless and just show that he can pitch. Well, it depends on if there's some team somewhere that's mm-hmm. willing to just go ahead and take him in the first round anyway. Right, which I doubt there would be. Um, I would be surprised by that. But you're right, there's so much up in the air as far mm-hmm. as is the draft going to happen? Is it going to be a shortened draft? Um they need to they need to have the answers to those questions so they can make their decisions. Um but yeah, I mean I could see a possibility, but I think you hit the nail on the head. I Westberg and Foskey were the two that I could see them not coming back. Right. But if but they get if they get the extra year, then you still have another year your, of your, leverage yeah. too. So, you know, I don't know. One thing I do though, if they if they don't have the draft, 
there's going to be some stocked junior college teams next year because you're going to see a lot of those top prospects. A guy like Austin Hendricks, top 10 player nationally, committed to Mississippi State. I don't think he would come here. I think he'd go to a JUCO so that he could immediately be back in the draft in 20. But you never know. You never know. State, State could end up, if there's no draft, MSU's going to be loaded next year. Loaded. But if there's a draft, we'll see what happens. What would they do? I mean, could you could seniors sign free agent deals with MLB teams? Like, how, how would they do that? You're you, saying you that just, they, they don't have a draft, but they don't give eligibility? Well, they don't have a draft. Mm-hmm. Even if they do have eligibility. like So if a senior just wants to leave? Yeah. Like, could he sign he could, a free they might agent? Have, they'd have to allow him to sign a free agent. But my guess is they would just say, like, you just need to go back to school for a year. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. That's a good question. And it's also going to – I mean, I guess we'll see how they do it Yeah. anyway. Uh, let's see here. Rank the following diseases slash viruses. COVID-19, SARS, Ebola, the plague, HIV, and Bama fever. Bama fever is clearly the worst of these. <laughs> you catch that, there's no coming back for you. <laughs> uh, I won't even rank the other ones because that's the worst one. What will it take for you to play Brad Haynes in the show online? Well, first off, it would take getting an agreed-upon time. Mm-hmm. Because as I stated previously, particularly since the world's gone to hell in a handbasket, can I say that? Is that a word? Yes, Is that one of my you're words? good. You're good. Uh, since all everything's you know gone to crap, I never know when I might can actually play a game. So that that would be difficult to line that up. Second off, when I finally do have the time, I kind of just want to play my franchise mode. I'm I'm a loner when it comes to my. My video game time. I'm, I'm not an online. In fact, I got proposed the other day to join a an online league, and uh, just kind of a thanks but no thanks situation. You know, I appreciate the the invite and things. I just trying to win a World Series here with the Braves. So I got you. Maybe one day, Brad. Brad also wants to know. He, he's asking us about this Ole Miss, uh, asking people to update their wills. I saw. Was that legit? Basically, talking to Richard, what it, this was something that was just supposed to go out today. And they didn't think to not send it out. This is an automated email. It's part of their system. And unfortunately, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Unfortunately, or maybe hilariously, he wants to know what we would bequeath to Ole Miss. <laughs> oh. I have to use another word. They can have my whole ass. <laughs> Just put that thing on display in the middle of the grove. <laughs> what would you give them? I thought Ryan Sparks had a good one. Did you see his? No, I didn't. He said they can't. They can have my middle finger. That's good. So just cut it off my, my body and send it to him. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have anything. Nothing like that's... that. All right. Here's a question for you, Mr. Coleman. Will Carruth do the Braves win the 1992 World Series if Jeff Reardon doesn't blow Game Two? I think the history considers the series a blowout, but that would have put them up 2-0. Reardon was the all-time leader in saves at that point. They probably don't win it because more often than not, the Braves, given even the biggest of advantages, find a way to uh, break your heart in October other than in 1995. Okay. So, yeah, yeah they'd probably found a way to lose it anyway. As you saw in 96, you know, they had the two games to none lead on the Yankees and was they were closing in on going up three games to none and then Wollers hangs a slider to Jim Lairds yeah. and yeah. Uh, all downhill from there. So they just find a way to break your heart, so. They probably would have broke it again, unfortunately. Uh, That's the one thing in my life that I, 
I'm optimistic all the way until October. And yeah. then when they finally make it into October, I'm just like, He's how, how, Randy how Quaid are they on go- Major League Two? How are they going to? They'll blow it in the night. Yeah. Nathan Rhodes wants a power rankings of the SEC West football stadiums. I'll give you mine, then you you tell me where you disagree. We're doing all fourteen here. No, no, just the SEC West. Oh, SEC. Okay, go. I'm going to go Bama, A and M, Auburn, LSU, State, Arkansas. No, no, Ole Miss, Arkansas. I don't. I didn't like. I don't think Razorback Stadium is 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 nice at all. No, if you don't think it's nice now, you would have thought it was a dump. Yeah, back a couple years ago. Now maybe it's the fact that I went there. I've only been there. I've been there twice, and once was twenty years ago. So we won't count that. But this last year, I mean, there was fifteen thousand people there. Maybe there's nobody there. Uh, I think you're right. Bama's one. Mm-hmm. You haven't been to a and Have you? I haven't. It is incredible. Given the money of that organization over so there, money, I, I yeah. think I'll. I'm just going to defer to you on that and let yeah. them be. It only has one problem: Pepsi in the, in the press box, not acceptable. I, I think I might – maybe I'm just judging this by experience a little mm-hmm. bit, but I think I'd put LSU over Auburn. The experience, yes, but for facilities, I think Jordan-Hare is a nicer stadium than Tiger Stadium. And then I would uh, – better, yeah. better press box food at Tiger Stadium, though. Um, the meat pies. And better press box now because Auburn's terrible. Auburn, yeah, in the end zone. Now, it's nice – but you're in the end zone. Yeah, the location of it. You can't, folks. If, if when we cover a game at Auburn now, we can't see the game. Yeah, you you have no idea what's happening. We're guessing a lot of times. Yeah, you you have no idea. But I, I think I agree with you in that okay. that state is states ahead of Ole Miss, and, and, and I think Ole Miss is ahead of Arkansas. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, Haven Cox. What college football matchup would you have liked to have seen last season? What two teams would you like to see play each other this season in the playoffs? I would like to have seen Alabama Clemson again. That's who I thought they were the best two teams the whole year. Yeah. Except until I thought LSU was the best team at the end, but for ten weeks I thought it was Alabama Clemson. This year, who would we like to see in the playoffs? I mean, I, just one team different, please. Just get Oregon in there, or or somebody different. I don't know who it would be. But just tell me that week one is you know Alabama, Oregon, and Clemson versus somebody, somebody not named Ohio State or Oklahoma. Unfortunately, those are going to be the teams. Well, LSU was different. This year. LSU was different. That made it exciting. Yeah, you know Georgia a couple years ago. Yeah, I just want to see something different a little bit. All right, uh, let's see here. Stephen wants to know: Does it concern us that Brandon Walker has been thirst trapping like his co-host Casey? What is thirst trapping? It is. Uh Posting photos of yourself it's a, so that others desire you. It is a sexy photo posted on social media to attract attention. Okay. Well, we could do that. You and I. Not well, together. That would be weird. But Does it concern us that no, Brandon Walker needs attention? He needs, he needs to be loved. I get that. It's fine. Help him out. What's wrong with that? Uh, where are we at? Wes Edgeworth wants to know, what is our perfect quarantine meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No takeout food. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, I think I'm going pancakes here. Okay. And uh, if you got some, you know, some blueberry, what I'm trying to do here is recreate like the IHOP uh, blueberry pancake thing. 
Okay. It's kind of where I'm going here, but okay. just doing it with items in my own home. Right. Um, Got to have some eggs and bacon with that, too. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. Oh, I want some biscuits. You want biscuits? Yeah, okay. biscuits and bacon. See, I, I don't I don't need the biscuits if I've got the pancakes. Yeah, okay. Just, what do you want for lunch? Oh, the perfect lunch. You go for this one first. I want just like a, a good club sandwich. Now, which is weird. I don't like all the lettuce and tomato on there, but I want... I just want a nice sandwich, some chips. I'm good with that. Okay. Um, I, I would probably go like a smoked turkey with cheddar. Okay, kind of deal, with that. But yeah. And then last for dinner, I want a steak, steak, uh, some good macaroni and cheese on the side, maybe some uh, some asparagus. I know a good place to get some oh beef. Oh my gosh! Why aren't we going there? <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, and then for, maybe some cheesecake for dessert. Joel wouldn't have that, though. Well, I, you see, in, in making out this quarantine great day of meals, mm-hmm. I, I'm throwing out the... Oh, well, then a little cheesecake then? Or so, what sure. Okay. Yeah. Ryan Nelson wants to know, if animals could talk, which one would be the rudest? Cats. That, that is the absolute correct answer. There is no other choice. <laughs> Cats would literally walk past you and say, like, hey, F off. They would, they would literally say that. You come in here, I'm like, what? Cats is the answer. I know you are a... Well, you like dogs too, yeah. but I, you ha, you actually have cats at your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't think I could own a cat because cats sometimes sweet, they they get it's sometimes weird. they would make me mad because of their entitlement. They're, so, they're aloof. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? The weirdest thing that a guest has done at my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing humongously coming odd up. coming to mind. I, I got an answer to this, but I can't tell it on the radio. So, uh, Ryan, you were at the house, though. You weren't there. You're not the one who did this, I don't think. Uh, let's just say that it involved Bubba, and we'll go from there. I'll tell Joel the story after the show. What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? I think I know the answer to this one. Hockey. <laughs> a bunch of drunk guys trying to skate. <laughs> and, and hockey allows fighting so I mean now they're hammered it's just going to get worse <laughs> what did you say about me you son of a yeah that's all it would be and then last from Ron if you were arrested with no explanation what would your friends and family assume you had done arrested with no what would, what would like they if you just if, hey Joel's in jail what is the first thing they think you did <laughs> Ah, I I don't know. S- snuck into a Braves game without paying. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what I would have done. Okay. I don't know if they'd even arrest you for that kind of thing. If you like sneak through the gates. I've always said that if State could ever tie the uh, series record with Ole Miss, I would drive directly to Oxford and take a, a dump right in the Grove, right in the middle. So probably that. Well, I have proclaimed to Logan Lowry multiple times. That the next Braves World Series championship is going to see me streaking through the cotton. There you go. That's what you're getting arrested for. I like that. So, all right. Uh, right Matt, now, I might actually do it without getting arrested. Okay. If this, yeah, this whole quarantine thing. But there's no baseball to win a World Championship. Yeah. So, so it's it's sort of maybe if I win it on the show. If I win it on the show, I streak through the cotton district. Sounds good. Mangum Cafe wants to know wild game food. We got to start one, bench one, and boot one. Fried turkey. Grilled deer tenderloin, duck bacon poppers. Ooh. That's a tough call. That's a very tough call. 
Start one, bench one. And boot one. And One's got to one. go. <clears throat> and it was, what was it, grilled deer? Grilled deer tenderloin. I think I'm actually going to boot that. I'm with you. Because, like, if I want, de- I want fried deer steak. I don't know about I don't that, but I'm just, steak. of these three options, that to me is the, is the so one. So I, I, I think I'm booting that one. Okay. Um, I think the fried turkey may be my, I don't know, the poppers. I'm going to start the I, poppers. I, Duck, bacon, jalapenos, cream cheese, grilled, yes. And then the fried turkey gets benched, but it's there. I love fried turkey. Thing I, mean, is, I am a no. The poppers though sound to me more like an appetizer kind they of do. deal. They do. So that, that, that's why just, I'm. That's, I'm that's why I'm putting them on the bench. Okay. But you're gonna start fried turkey? I think so. Okay. Because I love some fried turkey. I love fried turkey. I am a unabashed turkey apologist. I love turkey. As you see with my fried deer steak comment and fried turkey, if you fry something, Joel will probably eat it. It might be really good. You need to get you some fried some fried desserts. There. You know, I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. You know, like, like a fried, fried candy dessert. bar or not, fried not, Twinkie or no, something? not really. Really? You ever had one? I mean, it just doesn't seem appealing to me. I mean, I guess like like fried apple pies. I've seen, you yeah, know, that sort of, fried I, pies. I'm, I'm good with that. I haven't been to see that guy in a while. Is he still down there? The last few times I've driven by, the the vehicle hadn't been on the road, so I don't... Oh, that's too bad. guess oh. you didn't buy enough. Only went there once. Uh, Andrew Miller wants to know, who do we see as the best football coach in Mississippi State history? Mullen, Cheryl, McKean. What, no love for Slick Morton here, I guess? Jeez. <laughs> uh, I, I'm tempted to kill Mullen. It's Mullen. Mullen is the answer, I'm, in my opinion. McKean, I mean, it's tough because he has the only conference championship. Yeah, that, and, that's... And, and, and the, the program... So here's the here's what's interesting. Cheryl left the program in bad shape. Mullen left the program in good shape. I don't know what kind of shape that they were in, but I know that as soon as McKean left, they completely fell apart. And, and Mississippi State was never the same. So maybe it is McKean, but I would vote for Mullen. And it's a different era of football. It is. It's just tough to yeah. be as consistently good as State was. Yeah. And, and Mullen, Mullen did it, so. Yeah. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know. A colleague of mine once told an umpire, you may not be the best, but you are the worst. <laughs> if SEC football coaches said that to referees, would they get penalized even though it's a humorous quote? Yes, they would get penalized. But it'd be funny. And I they, agree. And they would uh, lose money if they said it in a post-game presser. Yeah. Secondly, would you rather run fast, have a 4-3-40, or have a 40-inch vertical? I'd rather be fast. I'd rather be fast. I can yeah. be a running back. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you've got a 40-inch vertical, but you run a 5-6, nobody cares. You know? But it, if you run a 4-3-40... Well, it probably depends on what you're playing, too. Like, there's nothing here that says you're playing football, right? Yeah, but if you're not fast in basketball, what good is it? You know, I could be a volleyball player, I guess. But, I mean, yeah, 4-3, you're, you're making money. Uh, Kevin Wright wants to know, have we picked up any new habits or hobbies after being on lockdown for two weeks? I haven't, really. Just been sort of getting through it. Yeah, and uh, as I have said repeatedly over the course of today's rumblings, I don't have a lot of free time right now. <laughs> I yeah. actually, I actually probably have less free time now in the quarantine than I did when everything was normal. Yeah, because yeah, get the kids. Andy Atkinson, and we're going to play a little game here from Shutdown Fullcast. Ready? Yeah. Former Mike Leach player or English Village? <laughs> now I know, I know one of these. 
The rest I don't know, and Andy, you're going to have to let us know. Are you ready? Thorpe Underwood. Player. Okay. River Craycraft. Village. No, that's a player. That's the one Is that it? I know, yeah. Played at Texas Tech. I believe he played at Texas Tech. I know he's a player. Kirk Hammerton. Player. See, that's that makes me nervous. Kirk, just make it sound like it's got to be a player. We'll go with you. I said a player. Okay. Kirby Hill. Village. Okay. Theron West. Village. Baron Batch. Player. Okay. So I don't know if I'm right on any. We'll take River Craycraft. Neither do I. River Craycraft is out. Thorpe Underwood, we're saying Village. Yes, I said Village. Village. Kirk Hamilton, player. Kirby Hill, player. Theron. Did I, did I, did I say? I think I said I Village. Think I okay. said Village. On Village. Theron West. Village. Baron Batch, player. Let us know, Andy. <laughs> Gil Mainclang, rank these Keanu Reeves action movies. Speed, The Matrix, John Wick, Point Break. First and foremost, what a fantastic collection of movies that is. If I came to somebody's house and they're like, we're watching those four movies today, buddy, I'm in. I'll sit on the couch and watch them all. How are we ranking these? My number one, Speed. Really? I love Speed. Speed is fourth dun, for dun, me. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I would, I would rank I would rank The Matrix number one. I love The Matrix. <laughs> My favorite scene from Speed mm-hmm. is when he's looking under the bus and he's like having to tell the guy on the phone who's sitting on the seat up there and he's like looking under there you know he sees the bomb finally yeah. and he's like yeah, for me you know and the dude <laughs> relaying the message oh darn <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's going back it's basically if I it's like I found the bomb yes. and you're the guy who yes. has to relay it yes so. it's perfect All right, I'm gonna go Matrix Wick ooh I don't know I love Point Break I'm going Matrix Point Break John Wick Speed how are you going uh, Matrix 2 Okay. After speed. Um, point break. Yeah, I think we we'll go point break. And so John Wick last. Yeah, I think wow, so. Wow, okay. I love point break. That's a movie that if it's on, I will watch it. Yeah. So. Made by uh by Gary Busey in that movie, by the way. Also has maybe the worst acted moment of any Keanu Reeves movie where he looks and goes, I am an FBI agent. Like <laughs> Really emoting there, Keanu. All right, now we have to rank these Keanu Reeves dramas and comedies. The Lake House, The Replacements, Hardball, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All right, let's be honest with ourselves. The Lake House and Hardball are crap. We're not, who cares? So which is better for you, The Replacements or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Uh, I think I like The Replacements better. I like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure better, but The Replacements is very, very yeah. good. Whit McAnally, what is your favorite kind of cheese? If I'm getting a sandwich or something, I almost always go cheddar. See, I like cheddar, but if I'm just going to eat cheese, I want pepper jack. Nah, yeah, I guess if I'm just eating cheese plain by itself, but yeah. I eat more cheddar than anything. Okay. Because I'm, it's very, there's not very many times I just sit there and eat cheese. Right. It doesn't happen a lot. So most times. I'm just saying, like, if you go to a party and they got a cheese platter, I'm going to get pepper jack. Yeah, cheese. yeah, I'm good with that. Right. Um, But if if you're putting it on things, it just depends on what you're eating. Being yeah. a sandwich for me, it's cheddar. You know, you're eating pizza, it better be mozzarella. Yeah. So. Also wants to know if you were a trucker in the late 70s, what would your CB handle be? I'm, I, my uh, email address, one of my first email addresses was Brave Boy. 
back in the day. Brave boy. I love the Braves. I got you, so, yeah. So maybe that'd be it. Well, my dad was actually a CB guy. Well, my, my grandfather was, and his was Butcher Boy, I think. So. Butcher Boy. My dad was Big A-Rab, and I was Little A-Rab. <laughs> so I guess I could be Big A-Rab now. I could take over for him. Uh, what is your favorite Kenny Rogers song? Legend. We lost him earlier this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is my favorite, but mm-hmm. it's one that nobody ever mentions. Mm-hmm. But I think of of it often but okay the ball goes up and the ball goes down and he swings his bat all the way around. all right that's a good choice uh i love doing karaoke with islands in the stream yeah if there's a girl out there that wants to sing karaoke i yeah. will sing islands in the stream with you the greatest but, was the name of that song by the way if anybody yeah, I know. cared well i knew you probably yeah. knew but i like reuben james that's a good song i don't know why i like that song i just do uh the ginger beard man wants to know who is the most responsible for the current state of msu basketball Rick Stansberry, Renardo Sidney, Rick Ray, Ben Howland, or the fans? Maybe none of the above. That's a good point. Because I don't think you can blame Sidney because Stansberry is the coach. you got to get hold of that, right? Mm-hmm. But Stansberry at the same time built MSU. He, yeah. he made the program good. And I think Rick Ray did the best job he possibly could. He just wasn't a very good coach. Ben Howland's doing a great job as best he can. The fans, I, I get the apathy. I don't really want to blame them either. I think the answer is Scott Strickland. That's where I was going. Yeah. That Strickland let Stansbury go without a real plan and then got hired the hired the third f- guy on Clemson's bench. I mean, he 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 hired basically, I think that Rick Ray might have been like the seventh or eighth guy. And at that point, I think I think he had gotten to the point of panic where he just he found a guy he knew would say yes. He found a guy who was not making he was probably making like 150k a year and offered him two million. And who's who's gonna say no? So, yeah, that's that's my answer. Also, wants to know better late '80s WWF heel: the Big Boss Man, the Honky Tonk Man, or Ravishing Rick Rude? Ooh, Rick Rude! It's not even close. Rick Rude is one of the all-time great yeah. heels. <laughs> I, I mean, that guy had he gotten had he not passed away when he did, could have had a legacy right up there with anybody. Unbelievable talent. Kurt wants to know, what do we think of Jake Mangum starting a new podcast? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go try out for the Mets right now. Huh? You think you just step on my toes, Mangum? You think you just come into my world? Is that how it's going to be? I think we inspired him. I really do, because he talked to us and then announced that the next yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. So, uh, What are your top three tips for starting a podcast? Uh, first off, you cannot be discouraged by the first six months you just got to go in there and talk yeah whatever you're talking about you know you talk about it but don't look at your numbers and go gosh nobody's listening i promise you the b&b show for the first six months might have had like we might have gotten 50 or 60 listeners a show have fun just talking about it yeah because then it doesn't matter if anybody's listening or not if you're having fun i think it'll come across you know i i'm not the greatest on you know on air personality you know i don't think anybody out there listening's shocked to hear me say that i'm just not but i'd like to think that 99 percent of the time people listen to the show and at least get the gist that you and i are pretty much having fun doing yeah, this I mean, I agree. It's, <laughs> so number two you know what a, you know what a venn diagram is right yes okay picture the venn diagram with two circles right one circle is interesting and one circle is entertaining where those circles intersect that's good podcasting all right, it's a mix. It's the right balance of entertaining and informative. You can have a great funny podcast, but you're not really learning anything, and you're not—they're just guys making jokes. That's not great. 
And you can have a podcast where the person knows the subject matter intricately, but they're not entertaining at all. You can't listen to that. So you got to find that balance. It's all, it's all about that balance. We hadn't said that in a while. And then two or three, you have to pick a topic that, it, that you know. This sort of goes back to that. You have to know the topic. You, you have to be the expert. That's something that, you know, when, when I took this job with Super Talk, they made a good point. I said, you know, am I going to be able to you know, interview the other beat writers and get their, their opinions? And what they said was no, because now you're the expert. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Right? You, have to, you have to pick a topic. You, can, you cannot just podcast about everything. You know, you can't, because especially if you're, if you're talking about a new podcast and you're not famous, you know, Jake Mangum could get up there and talk about whatever he wants probably. The average person, you need to have something that you know. And whatever it is, know it better yeah. than, than anybody else does. Yeah, because in Jake Mangum's case, he's the star. Right. In our case, our content is the star. Yes, I agree uh, with Because that. Joel T. isn't the star. Brian Haydad isn't the star. Mississippi State Athletics and the people we talk to and the topics that we talk about have to be the star. And hopefully we do that in a way that's fun and entertaining and all the above. Yeah. All right, uh, where are we here? Alexandra Watson wants to know, if we became homeless, outside of the typical things like no shelter and food insecurity, what would you hate the most? I think for me it would be wet shoes and socks and no way to drive them. Ooh. Who asked this question? Alexandra Watson. We're on the same page, Alexandra. No, that's not I, it. One of my biggest pet peeves in life is like wet socks. Okay. Cannot stand it. I don't know if that's a... trying to think if there's... What else comes to mind? She said no basic needs stuff. I mean, yeah. being hungry would stink. I was thinking in terms of like, and this might be a little backwards. You think like when it's cold, you don't want to be outside. I don't want to be outside when it's hot. Like the lack of air conditioning would dry. I couldn't, I can't sleep in the heat. I cannot. So that would be, you know, imagine being homeless in June would be the worst thing ever for me. Much rather be homeless. I can find some way to warm up in, in December. I cannot get cooler. All right. I don't uh, know. I think I'm right the opposite of you. I think give me 100 degrees. Oh, yeah. Over, yeah you and Bob freezing. love the heat, weirdos. Graham Yateman, what is your favorite Mississippi State GIF? Is it Dak running free on LSU, John Cohen tossing the clipboard, or something else? Cohen tossing the clipboard, especially now that we know the now backstory the story, to it. Yeah. it Cohen uh, getting thrown out at LSU is a good one, too. Yeah. Just, You're a bad umpire. That's a great one. Uh, what about Jake Mangum giving the thumbs up after he got the base hit against Miami? Yeah, is a funny one. Uh, Vic Schaefer losing it and just like doing jumping up and down is a good one. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anyone else that's like I don't know? Chris Fowler hitting the uh, the cowbell with the with the stick. Does that count? I think that counts. Lou Holtz had had the funny yeah. one too. You have a Mullen like photo bombing uh, Dak on one of those interviews is a good one. Tierra McCowan doing any kind of photo yes, bomb. any kind of photo bomb was really good. Yeah, those are all good choices. But Mangum's thumbs up one is my favorite. Uh, let's see here, John Jeffrey Nelson. What is a movie that is generally loved that you guys hate? Hmm. I don't know if I hate it, but I've never seen Titanic. I have no desire to see it either. Spoiler. Um, Neither you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've seen it. Oh, the, yeah, I know um, how it ends, yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I got one, actually. All right, go. I don't like Super Bad. I just, I just don't like... I don't like Michael Sarah. is my problem. 
Like he just he's just too awkward. I just I just I don't think he's funny. Um I'm not a big fan of I don't know how big they are really, but I'm not a big fan of the Fast and the Furious movies. Okay. That's a good choice. Yeah, those I mean, are pretty it's, popular. It's, it's nothing that's... It's not like I, I think they are terrible, but if but they're on... Not I, yeah, yeah, I'm just... I got not, you. It's not my... Also, John Jeffrey wants to know, what is the greatest arcade game of all time? Street Fighter. Street Fighter is Street your Fighter 2. All right, first off, if we're going to do a fighting game, I'm going I'm a Mortal Kombat guy. But the, the correct answer is Pac-Man. Yeah, that probably is. Max Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. Defender Stargate. Uh, let's see here. Um, I think of Street Fighter Two mostly because uh, I do. Can, yeah, that's, that was my my go to on on the Super NES back in the day. See, I had a, a Sega, and that was a Mortal Kombat yeah. system. I put the violent Liu Kang. Put the finish violent, him. Yeah, I like Mortal Kombat. Too. I was a Scorpion guy myself. But you put the violent code in A B A C A B, and that gave you the blood. Yeah, I like Sub Zero. He was my guy. Well, now we have to fight to the death. Yeah, I know. Over with. The Lin Kuei. Uh, LP Chowdog said he listened to the podcast with Leah Beasley, and we talked about the discarded T-shirts. With the, well, he has to know, will the Star Vegas Night Lighted Skyline ever return with a PC message? Great design. I thought the original was perfectly acceptable. I don't remember this shirt. Do you remember the shirt? Mm-mm. What was the message? You're going to have to give us some more information here, and then we'll give you tell you what we think. Uh, let's see here. That might be it. No, here we go. T. Harlow 59. If college football doesn't start until three or four games into the season, can we expect the bowl games to use a different criteria when selecting teams? I think it'll still have to be, you have to be 500 or above. So, I mean, if you, you play eight games, you have to be five you and be, three. You be or four, 500, or four, four and four. You have to be four and four at worst. Yeah, I think. That, that makes sense. Uh, S. Bishop wants to know. He says, I am very good with different impressions. The other podcasters are slightly monotone. He's talking about you. Rank these impressions. Joel as Mr. Hanky selling a tractor. Or is that Mr. Haney selling a tractor? Who's Mr. Haney? I have no idea. Now I'm going to have to look that up. Haney. Mr. Haney. I don't think about it. Especially oh, from Green Acres. Green I didn't watch Green Acres. Green Acres is the place, too. I know that, but no, I don't know anything about Green Acres. Uh, Brandon as Hank Hill having a talk with Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Uh, my favorite one, one of my favorite lines is Hank Hill. Uh, see in English, Bobby, you speak English. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. And then he says the Sky Dogs in private parts as Howard Stern and Paul Giamatti saying WNBC. Uh, I haven't, I couldn't say the last time I listened to the Sky Dogs. I, I believe they're still going, which good for them if they are. Um, but I, I can't tell you what I don't remember what their voices sound like enough to do that. So we're gonna have to go with Brandon as Hank Hill. Yeah, so. and I guess actually when we sit here. Especially late at night, and we've been doing most of these recordings late at night. Late at night, I'm, I still enjoy doing it and still having fun, but I'm kind of tired by the time we get yeah. here at night. So maybe I am a little bit monotone, but usually monotone isn't something I've been called before. No, no, but. You're, you're fine. Last one from S. Bishop. Everyone is predicting a huge crowd for the first ball game. Estimates say it takes 21 days to two months to form a habit. Could habits be formed that take the enthusiasm away from sports during this quarantine, or will it be at an all-time high? I, I think I think it'll be all-time high. All-time high. And I mentioned this on, on Sports Talk Mississippi. I think that the live event, like live attendance that have been trending down, is going to go up big time this week. People are going to want to get back to doing stuff and feeling normal, and sports is going to give them that avenue. I think everybody, 
I think particularly from like ages 20 to 50. Um, whenever everything goes back to normal, we will never again for the rest of our lives take for granted <laughs> having a, a normal existence. Because I, the last week and a half or whatever hadn't been normal, and probably the next week and a half, and maybe longer than that, of course, it, it normal. I, I just I feel like there's gonna. I hope anyway that there's gonna be a much greater appreciation for just life and the things that we normally went about our lives doing and didn't think twice about it. Even if it's just a go, you know going into Walmart to buy four four pack of toilet paper or something, whatever it is in life, you just don't take it for granted anymore because you have the freedom to do it and none of this ten people or less restrictions and. Yeah, I, I hope everybody just. Yeah, you're right. I agree. With you, I, I agree with you 100. percent That's why we're partners. You're right. All right. Tomorrow's show, uh, we'll up we'll update the bracket and uh, give you the final results for the first week or the first matchups, and then move into the second matchups. Plus, we have two bulldog review pulled re- rewind. I don't really know what I'm calling it. Uh, segments though, we're gonna do a March Madness flavor. We'll be talking to Daryl William. I did it again, Daryl Wilson and Richard Williams. I've combined them into one mega player coach. <laughs> Daryl Williams, former MSU center, is out there setting screens, shooting threes, and calling the plays and calling the timeouts. He's doing it all. Daryl Wilson joins us and Coach Richard Williams. They'll look at the UConn and the Kentucky games from the 1996 season. So that should be a lot of fun. We look forward to bringing it to you. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Joel T. Coleman. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.